0: I notice you keep yawning. Are you not getting enough sleep? Evidently not. I try to get some sleep, but my mind keeps going and I have so much to do. Well, it looks like it's time for you to take a break. I can't. Like I said, I've got a lot to do. Hey, this is Michelle Spivey, your Practical Priestess of Wisdom, and I want to welcome you to today's podcast of Wisdom Smack. So join me on the flip as we get into looking at Do you need some self-care? I'll see you on the flip. Ah, yes, self-care. It's actually a fairly new uh, phenomenon that we've actually been willing to look at. You see, until recently, taking taking time to yourself, taking a break, doing anything that was deemed selfish was taboo. And I heard someone say recently, a brilliant person say, that when you get things that appear to be taboo, that might be the direction that you need to be going into. And so today I kind of want to look at the wisdom in being able to do some self-care. Now, the first thing is I want to say that to me, self-care is not about taking a vacation. I can tell you from experience on my own and many others that When you take a vacation, sometimes you need a vacation from the vacation to recuperate. So it's not about that. And self-care is not about uh, staying in bed all day and sleeping in. It goes beyond that. You see, self-care is that medicinal quality where we work on certain things with purpose and clarity from time to time, you've heard me talk about our ego and um, ego strengthening. And that's a term we use when we're working with people who need to deal with some vulnerabilities and deficiencies in their character and in their personality. And so with ego strengthening, um, in in a traditional sense, a gestalt type of um, uh, therapeutic model, what we would do is we would try to find that Part of a person who is the strong, wise adult. Now, if that sounds like techno, techno babble to you, or therapeutic battle, battle babble. Oh my gosh, I'm stumbling <laughs> over my words here, you guys. What I mean is, we try to find a situation where someone, either real or imagine, uh, finds a time when they acted in a way that was wise, in a way that worked out for their good, and. We help them to attach to that person in their repertoire of uh, personality um, spectrum for themselves to be able to fill the gap of where they might feel hopeless, where they don't feel like they have enough power. So what does that got to do with you doing self-care? Well, I'm glad you asked. Even if you didn't, you should. And what I want to say is, is being able to take care of yourself in a way that uh, matters is not as easy as you might think. You would think that we just get how to do self-care, and that's not necessarily the case. So today in some of the wisdom smacks, I want to kind of give us some direction uh, to be able to make it worth our while, because there's nothing sadder than trying to do what's right by yourself and never getting it done. Okay, so as I've hinted in this opening, is that sometimes people don't know where to start and they don't know what to do. Everyone t- is willing to accept that we need self-care, but it's not just about taking time away from others. We have to be strategic and one size does not fit all when you're talking about self-care. So let me try to give you in in the little time that we have today some areas that you can work on that if you if you start with these, you should be able to start really seeing um, some tangible um, effects to help you with self-care. All right so the first, going to be obvious. And that is the bodily part. And that includes things like getting massages. Uh, If you are into the glam and the cosmetics, um, whatever floats your boat, doing that, making sure that you like what you present to the world, that you like that. I I will tell you, for some people, self-care is going into their closet and trying on clothes and outfits at night by themselves in the mirror and admiring themselves or putting together new combinations of outfits that will give them a new look. Others, it's going to be something where they'll find that they are um, able to go and do wanderings. Um, they allow the wanderlust spirit to uh, allow them to just go. And it's not about being aimless, because it is about having a sense of adventure when you go on your little day day excursions. You know, taking um, a road less traveled, going a, a route that you wouldn't have normally gone. Heck, for some people, it's as simple as taking a Sunday drive for the sake of exploring and just investigating new areas and things that you can do within like a day. And so those are some of the examples of things that you can do uh, for self-care to kind of mix up your world. Well, there are other things that you can do as well. And I've also alluded to this, and this is to work on your own ego. I am of the school where I believe that it is foremost up to us to make sure that we give ourselves the attention, the love, the self-love that we need to be strong. Um, mantras, Uh, not only mantras, but affirmations. They go a long way. A lot of times people poo-poo on um, affirmations thinking that they're hokey, but people don't realize that those scripts that you say, they are more than scripts. They're actually enchanted spells that weave their way into your psyche and start to help you. Um, Examples are all over the place You can actually Google a list of affirmations Uh, Some that have been around for a while And continue to work for a lot of people Are are simple simple statements like I am enough I do enough I have enough Um, Or things as simple as I love being me I am the best me I was actually watching someone who is starting a, a YouTube channel and I'm rooting for them. And yes, I know I need to get my YouTube channel up and going as well or or breathe some life into it. Um, but they have a catch uh, phrase and it's something along those lines that no one can be, you know, a better you than you. And I, I do like it um, because it is a truth. And if you are not able or willing to give yourself good self talk then you rightfully you shouldn't be able to expect anybody else to do it all right, so we've talked about things that you can do to mix things up. We've talked about uh, affirmations, mantras that you can use for your ego. Let me tell you a few other things I want to say about your ego, because I've talked about ego strengthening and and how that works. So, say for instance, you feel like I need to strengthen my ego um you can you can do this uh so let me just tell you really quickly something that you can do you can go through your memories and find a time when you did something you ha- or you handled something that you were really happy with the outcome and pleased with yourself on how you handled it and not the situation and what you did but i want you to go past that and and really latch on to the feelings the emotions and the state of mind that you were in. Because there are times when we don't realize we are nursing a huge gulf of void in our our lives that uh if if go if gone unchecked, they can do damage. And so to ego strengthen means to latch on to those good things about yourself that were imprinted on you. That you can pull back up. And that's another reason why we work with, if you can, recalling a memory, a sensation, or a feeling. You can easily call up a feeling. If you can't necessarily remember something uh, with specifics, call up a, a feeling that you had, a genuine feeling. You, don't worry, you have muscle memory and you have emotional memory. Call that up, latch on to that, and use that to help you uh, strengthen yourself. Okay, so the next one is obvious as well, and I I briefly touched on it in the A part, but that is sleep. Oh, yes. Now, it's not about just staying in the bed because you have to be careful. Uh, Lounging about in the bed um, can tip over into other uh, deficiencies that you might have to battle with. So you don't want to spend too much time um, lounging about, but what you do want to do is try to make sure that you have a higher grade of um, sleep quality. Now, I, wa- I I I wear a um, um, a, a watch that tracks uh, my activities and it tracks my sleep patterns and it gives me scores and points. And what I also try to do is I try to play around with different times of when I can go to bed. Now, because I do work for myself, I understand that I might have a little more leniency in being able to do that than others. But I am going to encourage you to try to improve your sleep, especially if you have a set sleep time. Now, how can you do that? You can do that by clearing the mind before you go to bed. Yesterday, when I talked um, about getting over uh, feeling fed up or um, bored or idle minded, I, I mentioned that there are things that you can do or shouldn't do before you go to sleep, um, including uh, possibly not looking at your phone. Now, I am very guilty of this, so I'm not going to be hypocritical, and I'm going to say that there are times when I say, okay. I can't look at my phone for an hour before I go to bed or something like that. And I will tell you, it does help because I am able to allow my mind to do the maintenance stuff that it needs to when it's starting to power down. You know, Mr. Sandman does call our names when you start having your yawning and um, the mellow, mellow, um and in the body is starting to release, you know, that vampire um, hormonal drug in the body that occurs naturally that starts to put you in a sleepy mood, that's your indicator that it's time to step away from the electronics, the blue light, and all of those other things that will cause you to not have as peaceful of sleep as possible. Now, another thing that I do, and I encourage you to try it out, is to either brain dump or night journal before you go to bed. And put the things you did during the day, things you like to do the next day, um, things that you're thinking about, and even make petitions of yourself or if you serve uh, the pleasure of a higher being or whatever, put that in there and um, ask that as you sleep, it is sorted out or you get inspiration or whatever it is. And that's another way. Another way, and I am, from what I understand, I am I am not in the majority. I like to do my exercise in the evenings. I'm a night person. I'm just going to say it. My circadian rhythm is better at night, and so for me, doing my exercise and then getting a great hot shower before I go to bed, it really makes me sleep really well. That might not be the case for others. And they always try to tell me about the studies that say it's better to to exercise in the mornings. I've tried it, but believe it or not, I think because I've always exercised better at night. If I exercise in the mornings and I get, after I get that shower, I want to go to bed. I know it sounds crazy, but I do. And so you just play around with, if that, would be something that works for you. I'm just mentioning it because it works for me and you just never know, you know, hey. Um, So those are some of the things that I I, I want to make you aware of. So let me repeat those real quick uh, with regards to some areas that might be obvious or might be off the beaten path for you when it comes to uh, exam. I mean, not examining, but addressing, yes, addressing self-care and that is uh to do things out of the norm uh get a massage go on a wanderlust uh little excursion um figure out uh different avenues to drive and 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 take you know mix it up um, another thing is to deal with the ego and uh give yourself accolades. Do the affirmations and the mantras that help you to strengthen and support yourself. Think of times and memories when you acted in a way that uh was wise and you liked the outcome and cling to the feeling and the state of being that you were in. And then, as we, you know, we just said, um consider looking at um, how you end your evening, uh, whether you do it by journaling or turning off the electronics at least an hour before, or even if you're like me and you do well exercising, consider doing that, okay? So those are some of the things that I I definitely wanted to uh, make sure that I talked about with regards to self-care. And the next part, in this, this part, I just kind of want to have this conversation with you. And that is, I want you to start considering the new ways that you're going to heal and deal. And the reason why I say that is because if you continue to do business as usual, you're going to eventually run out of steam. You see, there is a time for everything. There is a time for extending yourself. And then there's a time for replenishment, rejuvenation, um, and restoration. And so don't let it catch you unawares. There are ways for you to heal and deal, whether it be getting away for a nice little retreat or whether it be going out and hanging with people. And it doesn't matter what your personality, whether you're extrovert or introvert, depending on where you are in your life and what it is that you are are needing at that particular time, you may want to be around a lot of people or you may want to go it alone and go somewhere. But do not let yourself get into the humdrum of uh, always uh, just trying to keep going. And then this is the, another part that I, I wanted to make sure that I taught to you. So listen closely. Are you listening? Okay, good. I want you to release the guilt. In our particular society, especially when you work in organizations with coworkers, um, there is an, a certain amount of guilt associated with needing time to take care of yourself. And Even though we have the most technology we've had in many years, that still does not mean that we're not expected to expend even more time at working and getting things done, because now information and expectations seem to accelerate with the advent of um, our technology, And because of that, people always want you to be alert. There are people who expect you to have your personal phone on at all times to handle business stuff. And I'm not trying to tell you what to do because I am not trying to um, make you lose uh, your job over things. But I do want you to go back and, as I've just asked you, figure out a plan of how you heal and deal with the stressors in your life. You you need to take a look at that because if you can't handle it now and you are trying to keep going, what's going to happen in two years of more of this or five years of more of this? You're not going to get any younger and There is a compounding factor when you are talking about and dealing with emotional issues, emotional things, because life continues to happen. So please, as you are formulating how you will heal and deal, consider the guilt factor. And not only the guilt factor, the fear factor. I want you to take time to... In your personal space, be willing to be honest with yourself to figure out what are you afraid of if you take time. Are you afraid of losing a job because someone else is waiting to take your spot? Or are you afraid of what people might say? Are you afraid because of the narrative and the stories you tell yourself about what makes you good and special? Are you always the hero and the heroine and the, the, the main character of the story where you never need anybody's help and you're always the rock of Gibraltar? Or are you that person who believes that everybody, for some reason, is always concerned with what you do? Inside tip, they're not. But anyway, you're always concerned about what other people might think about you. I want you to take a real good look at all of these things because these can be big barriers to you even taking the time for self-care. And so don't get wrapped up into that. Trust me, if you are worth your salt at your job and you need self-care, there is a way to appeal to people in honesty and truth and where you can, if you need, you know, if you think this would make you lose face, you can save face and say, you know what? I am going to make an executive decision over my health so that I can continue to be a valuable member of the team or a lead or if you're the manager or whatever. And you take the time to take your time off to do what you need to. And then, this is the next thing I want to ask. So, I want you to choose how you will heal and deal. But not only that, there's always maintenance. And I want to know what is your protection plan? It is the wildest thing. And I had to really kind of take a look at this a few years ago. Do you realize that the average person has more protection for their their stuff, including their appliances, their vehicle? in their home than they do for them. And I'm not talking about healthcare. I am talking about your psychological, your emotional, and social protection. What happens if you tend to receive all of these sniping arrows on a daily basis? Maybe it's a toxic relationship or a trying environment at work or social media tiffs here and there because you decide that you are going to talk about religion, sex, and politics online. <laughs> How do you protect yourself from all of the arrows that come at you? Because I'm going to tell you, just because you say I'm fine does not make it so. So I want you to consider. What type of protection plan are you going to have? And when I talk about that, I am not talking about just preventative. I'm talking about, yes, it can include preventative, like changing your behaviors so that you don't always get into, in, into tiffs and riffs and misalignments with what brings you joy and peace. But I'm also going to talk about maintenance. How do you maintain those same things? Your joy, your peace, your love, your strength, your support. Yesterday, I even mentioned briefly about finding people who have the depth and the wealth and the willingness to hold a space for you so that you can be honest. Now, I don't use them as trash receptacles of emotional uh, garbage you know, don't go dump on them and that's the only time you talk to them, even if you're paying them, you know, have something nice to say, especially with the holiday season. Don't forget, you know, uh, to look out for those people who have helped you th- through the year if you can. But what I, you know, I, what I really kind of want to make sure that in your protection plan, you have a preventative measure, you have a maintenance measure, and you have a growth measure. And so what Are you going to do? Because remember, that which gets planned and uh, scheduled gets done. What are you going to do to continue to grow yourself in the way that's advantageous? Just because you're grown does not mean you're finished growing. That is a wonderful thing that I like about the whole idea of mastery. Mastery is not a static goal. It is not something that you hit and then that's it. Mastery is simply another level where you continue to understand that for the rest of my life, I will be doing this and trying to improve. And I am able to do it with confidence because I have mastered the basics and the advanced. And now it's time for me to go into the unknown to see how far I can push myself or with the craft or whatever it is I do. And you can do the same with your protection plan. You can find a way to continue to grow, continue to become a better you, the best version of you. Isn't it something? What if you just took the average software program or app? And you said, okay, we worked out all the kinks on this version, it's perfect. And you never, ever did another update. People would not be willing to t- stand that because the only really real thing we have for certainty is change. Change is all we really have. And so, how do you believe that you're going to be a static being in an ever changing world? So, you need to make sure that not only do you even have self-care, you have a way to heal and deal when things happen to you and you have a protection plan. You see how wisdom will help you before the fact? You know, wisdom wants to give you these loving uh, guidances and and plans. You know, we have this opportunity to get these loopholes, these shortcuts, and these transformations if we, you know, are willing to do it. And I'm going to just go out on a limb and say, it's not that hard for you to implement everything I've asked you to consider with your self-care. It's it's not. Let's just be honest. It's not. You are able to strengthen Your own ego. You are able to mix things up so that you don't get into a rut. You are able to uh, deal with those uh, parts of yourself that need to be reined back in. And you are able to change behaviors to help yourself have a better chance at not getting into this by even just starting with getting better sleep. And then. With the healing and dealing, you know, embrace that and understand that, yes, I need time. I have to get away. It's going to be okay. And stop considering so much about what other people might be thinking of you. Because I'm going to just tell you, we all think that the world is watching us. Well, nine times out of ten, the world is trying to deal with their own stuff. So do what you need to to stay healthy. And, you know, of course, you can find a tactful way to do it. But do you make sure that you do take some time to self-care? And then that all-important protection plan. What are you going to do to prevent, to maintain, and then to grow yourself as a being who is always moving moving with the flow, embracing and loving change, even though it might be scary, and becoming the best version of yourself at any given time, ready for whatever. And I'll just go in and tell you, it's is—it's not that easy. Uh, It's simple in concept. It's difficult and complex in application. I'm not going to even lie. And the reason why is because there's a certain amount of adaptability that has to come. Where your self-care 5 years ago may have been something over here it now might require something over here because we grow used to things as we adapt it becomes easy and it it loses its uh, its efficacy and so you're going to have to continue to strive to do those things that cause you to grow, that cause you to become better, and that cause you to increase your ability to handle what the, what the world throws at us because it's only going to get worse. It. I mean, seriously, at this time of recording, they are currently rolling out a next generation of technology with a hint of of another one quickly following after that. And if you are struggling to keep up right now, I'm just going to tell you, words of the wise, wisdom is calling from the streets and telling you, you need to step your game up because it's only going to get worse and ain't nobody got time. To be dragging dead deer appeals, so you've got to learn how to be self-sufficient, and that starts with understanding self-care and doing self-care. Okay, and like I said, it's not self-care is not just about taking a day to lounge around in the bed and sleep in. Self-care means that you actually do some work and you grow yourself so that you become better able to shine and rise to the occasion when needed because life is always challenging you. Like my grandma used to always say, in the middle of life is a big old if. And that means if you get up and take the bull by the horns, life will back you up. If not, life will have you walking on the streets in a bad kind of way. So guess what? Yes, I can't believe it. My time is already up and I sure do thank you for yours. This has been Michelle Spiva, your Practical Priestess of Wisdom, with another podcast of Wisdom Smack. I encourage you, please, don't take this lightly. Don't just say, hmm, that was a nice little topic and then leave it. because. I'm here to tell you, you're going to have uh, times that try you and you're going to have to be ready to deal when the things that come through life throw you for a loop. And instead of losing it and causing irreparable damage, I would rather you be prepared now and know how to deal. So with that, thank you so much, you guys. Don't forget to check the show notes for uh, information on uh, how to contact me. And uh, I'll see you tomorrow. Bye.